Hey guys, and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. I have six books for you this week, and like always, I will link to them in on my blog at thisfrailhousewife.com. There I will link to the book, like where you can buy it. I'll show you the cover of it so you know which one it is. And I hope y'all find something this week that sparks your interest. Now, I will go ahead and tell you that there are two books on here that I gave three stars to. And I'll explain why I did when we get to them. And I know I normally don't give kind of like that lowest targeting, especially to like two books in one week. But I'll explain why I gave the ratings when we get there. Anyway, I hope y'all find something this week that you enjoy. So let's get to it. Book number one, The Beauty of Fragile Things by Emma Hartley. This one is out now. Margot DeWitt had it all, a gorgeous home, a lucrative career, and the love of her sweet, handsome husband, a renowned heart surgeon. When everything she's taken for granted as a solid foundation in her life is destroyed in a single instant, Margot comes undone. Nearly a year later, although her physical wounds have healed, Margot's heart is still broken. She is a ghost, marred with grief, questioning the purpose of her life. Chase Goodwin owns the tattoo shop next door to the bar Margot has begun to frequent. After their violent introduction, Chase and Margot embark on a tedious working relationship. Intuitively, Chase understands Margot's fragility, for he's experienced a devastating loss of his own. As the relationship deepens, Margot slowly begins to reclaim her identity as a creative, strong, resilient woman. When Margot is ultimately confronted by the full extent of her loss, Something she has subsequently buried in order to protect her own sanity. She faces her hardest test yet. Can Margot honor her lost loved ones by embracing her own survival? Or will her heart remain paralyzed, bound to her past? Alright, gave this one four stars. There were a few slow parts. um, Mainly as we're talking about like what did happen and things like that. It, It gets a little deep into stuff. And it didn't it didn't feel like it moved at some point if you know what I mean like it it didn't feel like it progressed in the storyline for a couple of of points it it felt like it kind of stayed perfectly still it was an okay book I wish we gotten like more from the characters I wish we'd gotten to know them on a deeper level book number two the face at the window by Ruby Speechley this one is out now. They're at, in your house, they want your life, and now they have your baby. To the world, I'm at happy wife. Online, people only see my picture-perfect home, my handsome husband Nick, and my beautiful baby Thomas. They don't see the real Gemma Adams. They don't see my past, the dark secrets I'm hiding in my marriage. They don't see the fear I live in every single day. But I know someone is watching me, and now they've taken Thomas. I just don't know why, but I'm going to stop at nothing to get my baby back, even if it destroys everything I've got to find him. All right, five stars for this one. I absolutely love this book. I read it in one complete sitting, did not put it down. There has twists in it that actually work and make sense with the storyline. You know how you're reading some of these and it gets a twist in it and you're like, I don't understand how that worked, but okay, I'm going to keep reading. Not this one. The twists actually work with the book and the storyline, and they were seamless in it. 
I absolutely love the main character. She is phenomenally done. And like I said, I absolutely could not put this one down. Read it in one sitting, over and done with, but I wanted so much more. I wanted to read more of the story. I wanted to have, I don't know, more in the book just because I enjoyed it so much. Book number three, The Heavy Side by Ben Rogers. This one is out now. Silicon Valley Tech meets the cocaine trade. Can you program yourself into a winner? In the San Francisco Bay Area, tech innovation is king and money is God. Fike Sign watches his immigrant parents work their fingers to the bone chasing the American dream. But standing at his father's funeral, he realizes one thing. Hustle will get you nowhere. All you need to get rich is one big idea. And when he meets Luce, a small-town drug lord with visions of grandeur, Fike makes a plan worthy of Jobs and Zuckerberg. Design a drug sale app. After all, market distribution is everything. Alright, so four stars for this one. Um, if you enjoyed like shows like Breaking Bad, stuff like that, you're really going to enjoy this. The characters are a different breed of characters than what you're used to reading. They're into illegal stuff but at the same time you you like them you like the characters that you like reading these characters but you know like in your head you're you're going I shouldn't like these guys at all they're literally into illegal stuff but it's a very interesting take on what could be like what probably is to tell you the honest truth there's already probably something out there like this I just don't know about it but it's, it's something out there that you're just like, wow, I could really see that happening. And these characters honestly bring it to life for you. Book number four, The Long Lost Jewels by Jane Elizabeth Hughes. This one is out now. She thinks he's either a stalker, a nutcase, or a harmless eccentric o Oxford professor. He thinks she's the long lost descendant of Henry VIII's last queen, Catherine Parr. Amy is living a cautious life as a London private banker to wealthy oil sheiks, but her quiet solitude is upended by the sudden appearance of two people, a half-sister, who is virtually a stranger to her, and Oxford Don Leo. Both need something from Amy, who has been emotionally frozen for years, and isn't sure she has anything left to give. She also harbors deep secrets, as does Leo. Even so, the two join forces to investigate the mystery of Queen Catherine's lost baby, and soon long-suppressed emotions start to surface, and enemies start to close in. As they crisscross Europe in a quest for answers, Amy and Leo find themselves in danger of losing control of their secrets, their hearts, and maybe even their lives. Alright, so this is actually one of the three star books. I know. It kind of sounds amazing. But it is a knockoff Da Vinci Code. I'm sorry I said that. But it is. It's it's a knockoff. It's like the Dollar Tree version of it. Oh, God, sorry. I couldn't get into this one at all. It jumped around a lot, for one thing. Like, back and forth in history and time and places. And it got very confusing at some points. And it just didn't keep my interest at all. 
I didn't even finish it to tell you the honest truth. This is like a do not did not finish book. Um, I hate to say that about about books, but this is just one that while I didn't find it interesting, somebody else probably did. And, you know, maybe that person is you, but it wasn't me. Book number five, 21 Questions by Alexandra Ross Reiskin. It is out now. In Laguna Beach, California, 16-year-old Kendra Dimes is preparing for the 2010 USA Surfing Prime West. She'll be competing this year in honor of her brother, who was a surfer too, but who died from a drug overdose. Kendra has suffered anxiety attacks ever since her brother's death, and surfing is what's helped her heal. Brock Parker is the new bad boy at school. He deals drugs to the high school clientele for his parents, who work for a Mexican drug lord. Though Brock and Kendra come from two different worlds, sparks fly when they meet at the homecoming dance. Their attraction is magnetic. When they start a game of 21 questions one night, they begin to learn more about each other and surprisingly about themselves too. But some questions aren't answered with the whole truth. After all, Brock can't tell Kendra what his parents do for a living. As Kendra and Brock experience all of life's most exciting firsts, they prove that even when life throws you in the perfect storm, you can make it through and come out stronger than before. Alright, so this is my other three-star book. And simply because I felt like the story itself didn't have much depth. And I know that these two kids play the 21 question game, like getting to know each other more in depth, but we never actually get that from them. We never understand the characters on the depth that I think that the author wanted us to. And it just made for a shallow story. It made for a very surface story. And I just could not really get into something like that. Book number six in our last book, The Ballerinas by Rachel, Rachel Kaplick-Dale. 13 years ago, Delphine abandoned her prestigious solo spot at the Paris Opera Ballet for a new life in St. Petersburg, taking with her a secret that could upend the lives of her best friends, fellow dancers Lindsay and Margot. Now 36 years old, Daphne has returned to her former home and to the legendary Palisade Guerra Opera House to choreograph the ballet that would kickstart the next phase of her career, and she hopes finally make things right with her former friends. But Delphi quickly discovers that things have changed while she's been away, and some secrets can't stay buried forever. Moving between the trio's adolescent years and the present day, the ballerinas explore the complexity of female friendship, the dark drive towards physical perfection in the name of artistic expression, and the double-edged sword of ambition and passion, and the subliminate rage that so many women hold inside, all culminating in a twist you won't see coming, with magnetic characters you won't soon forget. Alright, I am pretty sure that I just butchered several names, from the opera house to the characters, and I'm very sorry about that. So, sorry, sorry, sorry. Anyway, five stars for this one. I absolutely loved just the story itself is amazing. It does do time changes like um, front to back in history with the girls, but it does it in a very easy to follow way. Like it's not abrupt at all. It, it eases you into each one of them. And I, I appreciate that. I enjoy that. It was one of the 
better books that I have read in a while. And honestly, you will at some point see yourself in these characters. Um, not necessarily even if you study dance or anything, but you will see yourself when they talk about, you know, the double-edged sword of ambition and passion, and you will see yourself in the way that you handle life and, and certain things in this book, in the story at some point. It's very well done. Keeps your interest. It is a little bit longer, so it might take you a couple of days to finish it, but it is well worth your time. Alright guys, so that is it for this week. Thank you so much for listening in. As always, like I said before, I will post a blog post on my website, thisferalhousewife.com. There you will be able to find links to all of these books because they are all out now. So you can find links to any of them that have caught your interest. I hope everybody has a great rest of your week. I hope everybody has a great weekend and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening.